Hi, and welcome to episode four of Redway Runners podcast. My name is Simon Billinus. I'm a Redway runner and I'm a run lead. And I'm joined here today with Sam Downton, who's going to be talking to us today about nutrition. Uh, And particularly, this is aimed at people who are just starting out with our beginners um, and who are kind of making their way towards running 5K. But there might be some good, refreshing um, ideas and thoughts for any of us that we could uh, probably be a little bit better on our nutrition um, just to help us to get that extra little bit of speed or endurance um, for any of the races or runs that we're going to be doing. So, um, hi, welcome, Sam. Um, thanks for joining us here today. Um, so, could you tell us a little bit uh, about, about you? And um, so, I know you're a, a naturopathic nutritional therapist. I've That's got that it. right, yeah. Yeah, you've got that right. Brilliant. So, um, a while ago, um, <clears throat> in my early 20s, I was suffering from um, a lot of different conditions um, IBS, um, asthma acne I had a number of different issues going on um, anemia was another one and um, I realized um, that one particular thing was pretty much cured overnight and it was just a matter of being allergic to bergamot which I hadn't realized I was um, and at the time I was drinking lots of Earl Grey tea and once I stopped the Earl Grey tea then some things got better um, and then other th- things became apparent and then um, it was literally just from there mm, I was mm. looking more and more into nutrition and then decided to get qualified so I can help other people be healthier. That's how it started. But mm. I've been training and running since I was 10. Cool. So um, it's kind of mm. a work in progress as all of us are. Mm. And you've done a few ultras now, haven't you, as done well? two so far, but training for my third. Brilliant. Okay. So... As you can hear, Sam's uh, quite uh, an experienced runner and uh, got a lot of knowledge about sort of nutrition. So she's going to be able to give some really great insights in terms of... So, okay, uh, I'm a beginner. I've just joined the club and uh, I'm just starting to think, okay, about what do I need to be thinking about in terms of nutrition? What's, what's important things to remember? So the important thing when you're first starting out on something like the beginner's running course is that what you what you are now is what you're carrying around in, in terms of baggage from your past kind of leading up to where you are now mm, mm. Um, and sometimes um, that that isn't a great place to start when you're thinking about um, nutrition mm. you can't just suddenly think that that will all go because you've started running it won't no. so Um, there's lots of things to consider in terms of overall health and I think for a beginner runner that is the most important aspect is don't necessarily think about nutrition for running but think about your overall health the nutrition for running can come a bit later Mm, once your baseline health is at its best and that might be your iron levels your b12 levels your d vitamin d levels um your digestive health so if you're suffering from indigestion bloating um any discomfort um constipation looser stools any of those things Mm, mean mm. that you you're being dragged down by the state of your overall health okay so it's a matter of if you get the base right Mm. then overall everything else becomes a bit easier okay so basically looking after ourselves a bit better and yes. um, 
thinking about what we're eating just as a, and having a more healthier diet is going to help us feel better in ourselves and then help us feel better in our running. Yeah, it's not just about food. It's mostly okay. about food, but okay. it's about making sure that what, whatever you've done in the past, whatever that is, because mm. even stress can affect our mm. levels of vitamin B12 and sure. things like that. It's, you know, it's things like that that need to be right because you're just struggling and treading water, mm. running through treacle because something else... It's not because you're unfit necessarily, it's just because there's something else that's not quite at its optimum level. Okay. And, you know, these things are quite easy to test. If the, yeah. if the, the doctors sh- should mm. um, be able to test you fairly easily for those things. Okay. Um, if they don't, I do these tests in my clinic, the baseline tests cool um there's one test that i've just started doing that covers d b12 um some minerals mm. cholesterol mm. so you know there there's another route if the doctor won't do it okay all right and we'll be giving people information about how they can find you at the end of the podcast um so um i'm just thinking as well one of the things i get asked a lot because i'm a uh a run lead for the beginners group um and we get lots of different questions which is really good because for a lot of people this is the first time they're doing regular exercise um or returning to regular exercise one of the things that i get asked a lot is um because we do our runs in the evening when when should i eat or what should i eat before a run and obviously we recommend not eating too near before and uh, We've had a few disasters where people have felt, yeah, quite sick or, or yeah. bloated. Because, uh, <clears throat> what would you kind of advise? Um... Well, everybody's different, and that's mm. the the key thing about being a naturopathic practitioner is that you're dealing with people as individuals. So, um, some people would fare quite well eating um, a meal, say two hours before, and then a snack afterwards, and others mm-hmm. could probably eat an hour before and be quite fine Mm, um mm, mm. i personally um depending on the time of the evening training might eat half my dinner Mm. um an hour before and then come home and eat the other half sure um sometimes the discipline goes out the window and Mm. i eat all my dinner (laughs) before i realize and then can feel kind of poor a bit sluggish because i've done that I think it's about kind of getting that balance right, isn't it, between not being yeah. really feeling really hungry, so your sort of blood sugar so is a low, bit low, yeah, exactly. and then you could be sort of uh, you know affecting your run that yeah. way, or yeah, feeling yeah a bit bloated, so the food sitting you know on, on in your belly, and you're feeling like it's might yeah. you might see it again. It's true, and it's a very individual thing. So it's for you or for mm. any beginner, they mm. have to try things out there isn't one Mm. thing that's going to work for every single person Mm. you have to just do test different foods Mm. um different timings everyone has to work out their own way of doing it sure um foods might give some people a stitch but not others yeah so for um instance if i ate an apple before a run i would definitely get a stitch okay but if i had half a beef burger with some broccoli right that would not give me a stitch okay it's so just one of those things. It's something you it's, learn about yourself. Yeah, it's okay. total individuality. Yeah, yeah. And I think as we're starting to do running and people coming back into running, you're noticing a lot of things. You're, you're breathing, you're, you know, maybe aches and pains, which you haven't had before. And this is the mm. same thing, isn't it? Just yeah. being more, more mindful aware. about what, what you're eating and, and when you're eating it. Yeah. Um, 
I suppose the other question we get an awful lot, and I suppose it's a bit more of a summer thing than a, than a winter thing, but it's I suppose it is equally important in the winter. Is about fluid intake um, and sort of again <clears throat> knowing what the best thing is to do. Yeah, it's a tricky one. Most people have no idea about what the recommended fluid intake should be. So the government recommends that in total we should be having between 1.2 and 1.5 litres of fluid daily, mm. in total. Okay. So um, naturopaths like myself, we mm. recommend between one and a half and two litres of fluid mm. total. So that includes what you might have on your cereal, mm-hmm. any teas and coffees, yeah. herbal teas, okay. water. Right. Um, if, some, if you say, or if you've heard... Mm. Um, about drinking plenty of water, mm. and you drink plenty of water, but no one really knows what that word plenty means. Sure. Or if someone says to you, drink at least two litres of water, mm. the, the word at least, or those words, don't have an upper limit. No. You could have at least two litres, but be drinking five. Mm. And that's mm. too much, because yeah. you start to dilute your tissue salts, and you're mm. stressing out your kidneys, because mm. there's too mm. much for work for them to do. So, sure. you know, really, these... Um, People, beginners, mm. should be more, uh, to start with, getting more aware of how much fluid they're having and then the sort of fluid. Okay. So the recommended is two to three cups of caffeinated drinks a day. Okay. Um, on top of that, make up your t- two litres mm-hmm. um, of herbal teas, water, maybe some squash. Mm. Mm. I'm not a massive fan of squash. Yeah. But um, what about, you know, um, it's being aware of how much fluid you're having to start with and mm, then refining sure. what it is you're having. What about sort of energy drinks? Do you, uh, you know, because obviously there's lots of drinks on the market now. For yeah, absolutely not are, no, necessary. Not necessary. In my mind, no. Okay. They're full of um, junky ingredients. Okay. So it's not, no one should be taking them if they want to be in their best health okay in my opinion all right okay <laughs> so it's always worth checking out what's actually in this what you're drinking and uh, yeah and yeah. there's a reason these things are banned for sale for under 16s sure you know there's yeah e-numbers and nasties in there which yeah. is not necessarily good for them yeah. or any of us but um okay but again i suppose it's about getting that balance right about what works works for you and, and finding something that's going to be you, you know making you feel but you can keep going, yeah. which is what we all want. But at the end of the day, the body knows what to do with food. Mm-hmm. So when you put fake food in it, and I include energy drinks in that, yeah, yeah, the body's then kind of going, well, what do I do with this? And it's mm. all that effort is spent on that rather than improving your running. Yep. Okay. Brilliant. Cool. Okay. So, um, thanks, Sam. That's really useful, and I hope that that's given people a lot to sort of start thinking about in terms of as well as thinking about their pace their breathing and uh, uh, working towards their 5k but they're starting to think about what they're actually eating and drinking as well and, and taking a bit more notice of that and about what works what's working for them and, and what's not working um, and so if they want if somebody <coughs> listens to this and thinks oh yeah I'd like a bit more go in a bit more detail of this and a bit more perhaps support or advice on this they can contact you What's the best way to contact you, Sam? Yeah, best thing to do is go to the website. It's um, appleadaynutrition.co.uk and there's a contact by email. Mm-hmm. That's the best way. I mean, um, the other thing to add on to this mm. is about, you know, getting it to grips with 
balancing people's blood sugars as well is right. another really important aspect that a lot of people don't realise mm, is mm. can make them feel so much better if their blood sugars are balanced throughout the day rather than, you know, just thinking about it. It's not just for diabetics, it's for right. everybody. Getting that right balance again. Yeah. Yeah, brilliant. And they can also find you on Facebook as well. That's true. Yeah. Brilliant. Okay. So, yeah, just log on to Facebook and you can um, Apple a Day Nutrition and you'll find... Uh, You'll find Sam on there. We've also had a request, um, and we'll be doing this in, uh, in an upcoming podcast where we're going to be looking at um, and talking with Sam again um, about nutrition for um, uh, longer distances. So that'll be um, around half marathons, marathons, and even ultras. Yeah. Again, looking at, uh, uh, in a bit deeper detail in terms of uh, nutrition, obviously, before, after, and during those, those events. Um, okay, thank you, Sam, for today. and. We will be catching up you again uh, in the next episode, what, a upcoming episode um, to cover that. Okay, thank you very much. Actually, that wasn't the end of the interview because just before uh, Sam walked out the door, I just managed to grab her and ask her another question I know a lot of people have been wanting to ask um, about colds. So here you go, here's just an added extra bit for you. Hi Sam, uh, one of the things I'm noticing a lot at the moment is that people are getting colds, but rather than lasting a couple of days, they kind of seem to be going on for weeks and weeks. Any kind of advice you have about that in terms of what people can do? Um, yeah, normally um, a cold should be a week in length, so sort of a couple of days getting worse, a couple of days during, and then mm, a couple mm. of days getting better. Okay. And then that should be the end of it. And it's a good thing when we get cold because it's the body's way of purging and our immune systems are working so you know mm. it's okay when that happens it's okay it's it's okay mm. to get a, a, a cold a short-lived sure. thing um, but when it does linger mm. um it's um possibly a sign that certain things um underlying quite like your immune system isn't quite as strong as it should be okay. so that could be your vitamin d levels right um because um instrumental to your immune system and vitamin mm-hmm. d mm-hmm. Um, but it could also be down to your digestive health because um the immune system 70 percent of your immune system actually is based in the gut bacteria which is in you know the small and large intestine okay so if you've ever been on antibiotics then they're good they kill infection but they also kill all the good bacteria that's residing in your gut Mm. If you don't replace it using mm. beneficial bacteria mm. or probiotics, mm. um, then you're always going to be on a low ebb from okay. that point forward. So actually, um, if you can restore your gut bacteria to full health, okay. your immune system will be better. But if you're in the midst of a cold right now, mm. um, and it, or a cough or anything like that, and it won't go, I always, always use... Um, the pucker black elderberry syrup mm-hmm. and colloidal silver, two teaspoons a day. Both are highly antiviral mm-hmm. um, okay. and can be used with other medications that you might be on. Um, they tend to kind of kick it into touch and to support the body to get rid of any lingering virus. But actually, underneath all that, mm-hmm. you need to think about the gut health. Okay. And what's, what's something I could take sort of or start taking to improve gut health? What sort of... I would immediately say get some um, beneficial bacteria um, capsules one a day um, with 10 or 20 billion live organisms per capsule okay and that's I get the it absolute from the minimum chemist or 
from boots or probably not they tend to be much lower potency um in newport pagnell the health food shop you'll get a good health food shop yeah you'll get them there okay um holland and barrett might do them at that potency um okay but worth checking it out yeah okay thanks sam So that's the end of episode four. If you've been enjoying this podcast and of all the episodes so far, or you've missed any episodes, you can always go back and listen to them again. Um, remember to subscribe on whoever provides you in your podcast, if that's uh, Apple iTunes or Google Music or Spotify. Make sure you uh, subscribe. Uh, you can also find out more information about Redway Runners. Um, we are, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Just search us up for Redway Runners. Uh, Also, if you want more information about the club, you can visit www.redwayrunners.com.